0: The God Identity Podcast. We are a faith-based platform where we influence creatives to live authentically in pursuit of their purpose. So if you're passionate about impacting lives, monetizing your gifts and talents, and you desire to grow a relationship with God, then tune in to our podcast. We are so glad to have you a part of our community. Greetings! I am so excited. This is the premiere episode of the God Identity Podcast. I want to warmly welcome you and thank you for listening. I am your host, Arnesia, and today's episode is all about who am I and why am I here? Now, before we dive into this episode, I actually want to properly introduce myself for those of you who do not know me. I am Arnesia. I'm, of course, the host of the God Identity podcast. And I'm also an author. I'm an author of three books. And I am also a poet. So that's my passionate side. I love poetry, I love writing, and I am also a coach. I help busy authors to write profitable nonfiction books without feeling overwhelmed. The coaching side, um, that's more of the authorpreneurs of the God Identity Society. So the God Identity Society as a whole is a community and it's a faith-based community. And um, pretty much a sector of the God Identity Society is the podcast, the authorpreneurs, That whole shebang. And I developed this entire community because I felt myself being called to helping others understand their identity in God. That is how God identity came about. After losing my job in 2019, I went on another level of my purpose. Being at the job that I was working at, I was working for a global staffing company and I was working as a full-time office manager. And I thought I was going to be at that job for about a year, maybe. (laughs) You know, It's so funny how God makes ways for us to just show us where we're really supposed to be. I honestly felt like a Jonah on the ship, honestly. I I, I can't say anything horrible about the company. I just feel like everything happened for a reason. I was told I didn't qualify for the job position, but I actually realized, I was like, yeah, I agree. I honestly agree. I feel like I don't qualify for this. (laughs) This is not where I'm supposed to be. And after just kind of settling with the fact that, okay, this is not where you're going to be, I got to a point in my life where I was like, all right, God, you know what? Let's just go full-time entrepreneurship. Let's do the thing. I know that this is something that you want me to do. And I'm gonna be honest, I was a little bit frustrated because I wanted the full-time job. I wanted to live comfortably in my first apartment. I wanted to know what it was like to save up money and start a business. I wanted that experience. But God had other plans, okay? had other plans. And I had to adjust to the lifestyle of being an entrepreneur, building things from the bottom, absolute from the bottom. And of course, like I've had entrepreneurial experience since 2017, but I was, it wasn't something that I was fully pursuing. I was still in the phase of trying to figure out entrepreneurship. And it was like, it was successful when it started off because I wrote a book. That was my first book, Transparent Treasure. I wrote that book and I got, you know, speaking, engagement, stuff like that. And um, but afterwards, God took me on another trip to I went to Guatemala for 30 days in August of 2017. So after quitting working at the bank, I published a book Months later, got ready to go to Guatemala for 30 days. It had that experience, came back to Georgia, still felt like I was living as a nomad. And then I was like, God, okay, what's going on? Was called to go back to Guatemala in 2018 for 60 days. Okay, spent that trip out there. And after that, I was like, God, I'm not doing this no more. I don't want to be a nomad. I'm not going back to Atlanta. I want to have a stable life. Like, I need things to work out for me. Life isn't making sense right now financially. Like things were getting a bit complicated for me, so I stayed in Florida all of 2018, and I went into <laughs> went into <laughs> I went into serving. I wanted, I wanted to actually be a server, but af- at the end of 2018, God told me completely clear as day. When I say God told me, I'm telling you. It was. It had to be nothing but God because my mind, like I said, was I'm going to stay in Florida. I'm not going back to Atlanta. I kid you not. I started seeing signs, like supernatural signs that out of nowhere, just Georgia's your promised land. Atlanta's where you're supposed to be. So I was like, you know what? I'm I'm getting these signs. So let me go ahead and take a trip for three days just to see if this is really what God wants me to do. And mind you, I also flow by biblical signs as well. So I was reading the Bible at that time and God was showing me signs spiritually there. So it's kind of deep. I'm not gonna get deep on you, but that was that was a part of why I went to Georgia. I go to Georgia and for the whole entire three days there, Someone's randomly telling me a message about going to to, or living in Atlanta. Um, Another thing was that um, I went to church and everything was promised land. You know, you're breaking out of Egypt and walking, you know, cross over, cross over the Jordan River. And then a friend prophesied to me. And so it was just so much and it was so overwhelming. It was like every place that I went was confirmation of me being in Atlanta. And that's where I was like, okay all right, let me prepare to leave. And so that's when I actually, by the end of December, I moved to Atlanta and, um, I've been there, I've been here ever since and living in Atlanta, I was jobless for three months. Um, I was staying in a, with a friend's, in a friend's room. And then I transferred over to the living room. And then I was like, okay, we have to find a full-time job. Like what's going on. So found a full-time job and that's how I got into that. And I thought I would stay there longer, but literally like about 90 days I was on that job. And, um, after that, I was done. So since losing that job, I went into writing my second book, I Am Chosen. It's 21 Biblical Affirmations to Develop Your God Identity. And I wrote that book with the intent of helping Christians, Christians live in their God Identity. Now I say that because God totally switched my life around and showed me something else that I'm not just talking to Christians, that I'm actually here to reach others, those who are in the world, those who are spiritualists, atheists, Buddhists. And so that's really where I have come to accept. And you'll find out a little bit more when I dive a little bit deeper into this podcast. But for the most part, I was writing for those who are battling with identity, battling with identity confidence, identity comparison, trying to discover their identity, looking, how do you pursue your purpose? What are your gifts and talents? What makes me such a child of God? Like what makes me chosen? Like all these questions went through my mind and I felt like I wasn't the only one battling it, you know? And of course, like, I was like, I know eventually I'm not the only one that's going to be battling with, you know, what do you do after you lose a job, that whole shebang. So being that um, I had just little time, I really wrote my book just about in a month. And so, I, you know, it took some time to publish it, published it December of twenty. 20- Nineteen, and then I went into just kind of telling everybody about it, speaking to others about my book, and going out to the mall and talking to people about the book. And then I ended up into getting an opportunity to help out. um, Sleep is for suckers. I was able to help them out at their kiosk, and then things took off from there. Uh, I started selling my books with them, and so that brought me a lot of a really big opportunity. So just to give you a little bit of a nutshell of where I've been and what's been going on in my life, that's pretty much the synopsis of how I am where I am today. So basically where I am today with the whole God identity, I found so much passion in helping others recognize like who God says that they are, who God says that you are is so vital when it comes to you understanding and walking in your calling. It's vital to living as an entrepreneur and living in your purpose because I believe that we're in a time and age where many people have awakened to operating and living in the gifts on the inside of them. I believe pretty much, what, 90, maybe 80 to 90% of people in the world are becoming or have been Entrepreneurs. We are living in an age where entrepreneurship is the go-to. It's what we need. We need to be making money for ourselves. We need to be knowing how to make money, how to manage money. Like there are just things that things have changed and we need to be mindful of who we are. And I'm very passionate on this subject because it's you just never know who may come into your life and can either shake your foundation of who you are, of your identity, or they can build upon it. And when you're shaken by somebody who bashes your identity, you know, things that people do to tear you down, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Um, But those who are in your life to build you up, it's a blessing. And that's why I want to go into the topic of who am I and why am I here? who am I and why am I here? You know, if you ever question yourself, who am I God? Like, why am I here? It's okay. It doesn't make you crazy. It doesn't make you, you know, different or like different in a sense where it's like, you know, you'll never find who you are. I don't want you to ever think that because you have an identity just like as if you have a DNA. Your DNA is unique. Each and every one of us has a unique DNA. There's no one that has the same DNA, not even twins, okay? And so in the same sense, you serve a unique purpose in life. We can all relate to a particular experience and we may even have some similar qualities with each other. However, like I always say, no one can do what you do like you do best, okay? No one can do what you do like you do best. There's something best on the inside of you. I want you to get that in your spirit to know I have something great. I have the best, right? There's something greater on the inside of you that nobody in this world can do. And when it comes to seeking who you are, (laughs) it's a beautiful thing because it's a journey. You never get to this destination where, you know, you're like this is who I am, and I'm going to stay with it. Like there's always things that God is going to reveal to you of who you are. You know, there's a part of you that's like, okay, I'm an entrepreneur. Yes, I understand that. I receive that. Okay, I'm I'm called to uh, do entrepreneur in the realm of helping authors write their books. Okay, that's a part of who I am. But there may be another part that you're going to discover later down the road. This is just, it's like building blocks, like stepping stones. Like you have areas of your life where you must experience, okay? You must experience in order to get to the next level. For example, working my full-time job as an office manager, that was my first time working a full-time job for one, and then for two, working under pressure, and then for three, working in an office cubicle type of setting. I've never worked something like that before. So had I, had I been closed off and said, no, that's not who I am, I'm not an office manager, I'm never going to do that, first off, I would have missed out on a great job opportunity and experience, and secondly, I probably would have been missing something to get me to my next step. So being that I've had that experience of an office manager, I took that experience and I applied the methods and the strategies and the discipline into my virtual assistant business, Okay. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense because not everything in life is our destination. We have an ultimate destination. That's when we finally complete our work, our end, you know, our, our end work. That's when we like, okay, your, your work is finished and God's like bringing you to, you die basically. You have a destination, but you ultimately have a step to get there. There's steps to get to your ultimate destination. And hopefully As you're making decisions in life and as you're living in your purpose, you're leaving a legacy for those to follow, okay? So that's when it comes to you understanding who you are. When it comes to you understanding who you are, you will find that you're going to meet great people along the way. You're going to discover parts of yourself that you've never experienced before. That's why I always say be open, be open to trying new things, be open to listening to someone who may not be in, 100% 100% agreement with you. You don't have to argue with them. Listen to their story. Listen to how they are, who they are today. Listen to what made them and mold them and shape them. This is one thing I like about motivational videos. I love motivational videos because I get to listen to the, the person's story. Whoever is telling the story, I get to listen to how they became who they are today. How did they overcome the, obstac- the obstacles that come with cancer? And how did they make it into creating a nonprofit organization for cancer survivors. You know, I like to know how did someone make it from being homeless to now being a multi-billionaire to building companies to helping other entrepreneurs build their business. That's a process. And I love listening to messages like that because that helps me get through my process. So when you're listening to all these people who are sharing their stories and, you know, they're living in their purpose, it's not meant for you to compare your life to them, but it's meant to find confidence in your own God-given identity to say, you know what? If they can do it, I can do it too. And I want to put this in a sense because I don't want to sound cliche, but when you say, if they can do it, I can do it too, that's giving you the motivation to say, you know what? I may be in a similar situation as them, but because they have shared their message of that, they're going to get through it. Okay, that gives me hope because I have questions right now. I'm questioning my finances. I'm questioning my next step or my next move. I'm questioning my business. And I wanna know, is it possible to make it out? And listening to a motivational message is what's going to get you the confidence, that confidence drilled up to get you to keep pushing. Keep pushing, okay? Your God identity is something that is unique. It is God-given. It is something that is, it's the authenticity of who you are. It's who you are authentically. It is your unique God-given characteristics. It is your capabilities. It is your gifts, your purpose, your calling, all of those things in one. That is your God-given identity. And one thing that is vital to know also is to know who, who God is? Who is God to you? And if that's a question that you struggle with constantly, I want to invite you to find an understanding and, and build a relationship with God, God, the creator, the creator of the universe. Because I know for some, I I come across people like this all the time. I promise you like, almost every day. (laughs) I come across people who question God and who have been church heard or who have gone through religious restrictions and they just want freedom and they want to know how God really exists. And they question, they have so many questions, especially when it comes to Christianity, they question. And it all takes a willing spirit to receive and understand who God is and his love. Ultimately, God is love, God is love. And you may question, well, if God is love, how is the world the way that the world is today? It is because humanity has created the world the way that the world is today. Because we all have decisions, there's a cause and effect for everything. But ultimately, God is love. And when he created you, when he created human beings, Spoke us into existence, formed and molded and shaped us. Knows every bit of fiber and and muscles within our being. He knows our spirits, right? When God created humanity, he looked over everything on the inside of humanity and said, it is very good. That was his intent in the beginning of time. But because we have free will, we have choices, we as humans have decided to try out different things, go our way, make decisions. And so that goes on today because we're human. We're human. And funny thing is, is that, I mean, at the same time, you may have questions. That means that I'm pretty sure 99% of the people on earth have questions as well. It's a matter of being open to receive understanding of God, this entity, this this entity of love. Like we're we are a, a product from the Creator. And if we're able to realize that and recognize that I come from God. Like I have the qualities of God. I have, I, I can love like God. I can create like God. I have the ability to have power, right? These are things that we contain. There's things that we contain on the inside of us. And unfortunately we live in a society and we live in the world where things are limited. We're limited to accessing this power, but it takes work to access this power. It takes work to divinely walk in your God identity. It takes work. And that's a great thing because anything worth having will have, it will challenge you. It will require work. It will require you to build yourself up. It's like working out. When you work out and you wanna see a result, you gotta work for it, right? When you set a financial goal and you want to see a certain amount of income each month, you have to work towards it. It's the same way with building up your spirit, man, because we're so made of flesh and we are, we're in a, a, a world, a society where we're, we're taught to live by our flesh. It takes work to understand spirituality. It takes work to understand your spirit being. You got to put in the work. You got to put in the effort to build yourself up and to become, become all of who you're created to be. Because already predestined on the inside of you is a work of art. Even when you don't see it, I want you to broaden your perspective when it comes to art. Art isn't just a painted picture. Art can be a conversation. Art can be a hum, a melody. Art is a skill. That skill can be you having the ability to manage finances, do accounting. Art can be you understanding the body and being able to put together pieces. You know, there's different parts of you. You know, one person may be have a dominant skill of being able to understand surgery and pharmacy and those type of things like science someone may be able to understand archaeology better that may be their dominant gift another person may be able to understand uh poetry and writing that can be their their dominant gift and when you really access that gift on the inside of you and you understand okay I, you may not even be gifted in one thing you could be gifted in multiple things but there's this one thing inside of you that comes that helps you to become who you're ultimately created to be. And if you look at yourself and you're like, you know what, I don't have these gifts. I don't have these talents. Okay, maybe you're not tapping into that side of yourself, but you may be a father. You may be a good father. You may be a good wife. You may be a good mother, a great. You may be great at that. You may be great at teaching. You may be great at being a good friend, great at listening to people and giving people advice. That's a gift. That's something unique about you. If people come to you and they're like, you know, I just like talking to you. I feel like you know how to listen to me and you provide me with great advice. No, you may not be a psychologist. You may not be a psychiatrist. You may not be a counselor. But this gift on the inside of you is what is attracting people to you. And that is what's helping you make an impact on the world. So I just wanted to share that with you when it comes to understanding who you are and why you're here and tapping into your God identity is not something to, that you should be wrestling with, but rather receive it, get to know who you are, get to know God, get to know the beauty of life and why you're here and embrace it. I understand how hard it can be to literally live in a life and you're like, okay, I don't know who I am and life is hard. And I don't understand why I'm here. I'm going through poverty. You know, I don't have that great relationship with my mom or my dad. I just feel like I'm here existing. It's all perspective. And we'll touch down on that in a different podcast when it comes to renewing your mind. But I wanna leave you with a few pointers when it comes to cultivating or nurturing your God identity. Uh, There's there's a few things, like I said, it will require work, right? So I wanna leave you with this. Here are some ways for you to nurture your God identity. And when I say nurture, I'm saying build up your character, build up your spirit man, build up the gifts on the inside of you. And they're pretty simple. Okay. One of the ways are affirmations, affirmations. These can be regular affirmations. They can be biblical affirmations. You know, this is something, a way for you to help you speak life over yourself every day. This is to remind you of where you're going and what you're believing God is bringing you into. Um, Affirmations have helped me. My book, I am chosen is full of 21 affirmations to help you to develop your God identity. These are ways to help you to discover who you are. I am I am loved. I am healed. I'm virtuous. I am victorious. I am innovative and I go into helping you to understand what makes you innovative? How are you innovative? And I give examples. You know, I am not rejected. What makes you not rejected? How can you receive that? This is not rejection. I've, I do not receive rejection. I receive that. I am being, I'm reprogramming my mind into understanding that rejection is just redirection. I, ca- I have another place that I'm called to go to. So, affirmations. you know, I will never again be broke another day in my life. Proclaiming that, believing before you even see it, that takes faith. And believe it or not, it's powerful because once you begin to speak things like that over your life, little by little, you'll start to see yourself gravitating to that type of environment, but that requires work. So if you're battling with something like, for instance, poverty, or maybe you're in a difficult financial place, but you're affirming over yourself i will never be broken another day in my life and you're affirming wealth affirmations over yourself it will take some work to re- to reprogram your mind but also you have to take action steps okay so if i want a wealthy future how can i start building that wealth now how can i start budgeting better what can what can i do to save a little more what can i invest in that will bring me more money in return how can when i get or $4,000, how can I spend that wisely versus splurging it on a bunch of stuff and never saving anything, you know? So those are just wisdom steps to take when it comes to affirmations. Another thing to nurture your God identity is meditation, okay? For me, I do biblical meditation and I pretty much use scripture to rehearse or Repeat in my mind as I'm meditating. Um, there are times where I use scripture and there are times where I sit in silence and I just breathe. Meditation is like, it's mind renewal, okay? But it's also helping you to breathe and balance your spirit and I have seen so many great benefits with that, and meditation is a way to just calm your mind and your spirit and your soul and helps you to clear your mind when it comes to you having all these rumbling thoughts over throughout the day. I recommend meditating either in the morning or at night once when a few minutes in, during the day. Those are ways to help you to balance and to get you back centered within you know alignment with your with peace within your spirit. Another way to nurture your God identity is, of course, prayer. Prayer is a powerful resource to use when it comes to you just praying and speaking and having conversation with God regarding your future, regarding your present time, healing from wounds. Sometimes in prayer, you can either pray for something, like asking God for something, or you can already be believing God, thanking God for what is going on or just being thankful, expressing gratitude. You know, prayer doesn't always have to be this 30 minute you know, you just shouting and screaming and crying out to God and asking and begging and pleading. It doesn't all. It's not always like that. Prayer can be you just speaking and communicating with God about something particularly on your heart. It can be you communicating with God on um, what you are seeing or experiencing. Anything. Uh, be open and have that your heart to be able to receive whatever God is revealing to you because in prayer, you may get visions, prayer, you may get, you may hear things, you may see things like It just depends on what level of prayer you're in. And so if you ever have any questions about that, definitely let me know. last, a few last things are um, ways to help you build and nurture your God identity is building healthy habits, building healthy relationships, building a relationship with God, Allowing your spirit to grow, meaning when you're in difficult situations and you know it's time to grow, go ahead and let go and take the leap of faith. And being transparent, being transparent and authentic with yourself is going to help you to develop and nurture your God identity, being honest about what you feel and where the direction that you're going into. So all of these things are contributions to you nurturing your God identity. The best thing to do is to be authentic with yourself. If you know that you feel uncomfortable around a group of friends, you need to remove yourself or speak or talk to them about it. However, whatever helps, you have to nurture you. Because at the end of the day, you matter. At the end of the day, nobody else is here with you besides you. Like When you pass away, your body, your soul is gone. And so you have work to do, no matter if you're married or you have great friends, a community that you're in, you matter. And when your cup is full, when you're filled up and you're able to move and operate and live in your being, that helps everybody else. Others who come into your life are a reflection of who you are. So the more that you nurture yourself with love, peace, joy, goodness, and kindness, the fruits of the spirit, the more that's going to come back to you and you're going to see that reflection in others. So I encourage you. I hope this was a helpful episode. I hope this gave you more understanding of God identity and just to help you go forward and understanding that who you are is a beautiful thing. And I pray and I hope that you find those things, the love of God on the inside of you. Allow yourself to just walk this journey and be at peace. Live in your God-given identity, the best place you could ever be is to live in your God-given identity. One last thing before you go, I would love to connect with you. Now, let me know in the comments below, what is one thing that you're passionate about? Are you passionate about writing, making music, social media marketing, or just helping people? I love to see your feedback. Let me know in the comments, and there are other ways that you can connect with me as well. You can connect with me on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook under I Am Arnesia. That's I-A-M-A-R-N-E-S-J-A-H. And of course, you can definitely connect with me and other hosts on Up To Me Radio. And Up To Me Radio is actually on multiple platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, and they also have a website as well. So thank you so much for tuning in today. Don't forget to connect and let us know below what is one thing that you're passionate about.